Bienvenido, damas y caballeros. Welcome back to Freeform Radio on that Freeform Network, guys. Remember to follow us on X at Freeform Network. Send in those questions and suggestions, ffnquestions at gmail.com. But for Freeform Radio, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Daniel. With me today is Noel. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Thank you for joining us. And we have Andy. It's all good, Andy. We're all here. Let's get this thing rolling. I think our fans are eager to hear what we have to say. Nice, nice. I I do uh, believe that as well, man, because everybody <laughs> loves hearing what Andy's up to. And that's the one that's going to start off our week for today. And it's the big subject. As of the time of this recording, Super Bowl is tonight. Andy, fill us in on your thoughts. Who's going to win? Who's your lock and shoe-in of the game? Yeah, so it's uh, when this episode drops, it's been a couple weeks, but I, it's uh, the Chiefs versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers in the new beautiful Alliance Stadium in Las Vegas. I've uh, been watching some people on X and uh, some shorts, people talking about how expensive it is there and the tickets and people are there to watch it and all sorts of stuff. Uh going on there and for people that live outside of america this is a a big deal in america it's basically a national holiday Uh, we pig out on food we drink we gamble um to help people even get worked up about the commercials i don't know how many people this year because i saw some people already uh, releasing the commercials early for the super bowl but getting back to what's important, the game. So I think the script writers have the Chiefs winning. Um, <clears throat> you know, hashtag NFL is rigged. <laughs> I know Danny finally kind of gets like, what is this stuff? Like, it's the most I've ever seen it, but I've known about it for years. And, right, uh, and I, I, I noticed it more and more on my feeds. I don't know if it's just because it's becoming more prevalent, but uh, yeah, I, I had kind of, you always kind of heard that, you know, sports are fake. Uh, the NBA, like, what was it, like, a decade ago, they caught the one referee. of the refs, like, yeah. cheating. So you always kind of heard stuff like that. But, yeah, I never really thought it they was They did possible. a movie about that. Uh, it was actually pretty good. But uh, getting back to the Super Bowl, yeah, like, this all, I think it kind of, they threw it in people's faces with last year's Super Bowl with the commercial about the next year's season. And then they were talking about the script writers. They had this meeting, like, whoa. Well, what do we got in the works for the script this upcoming year? And they had all these players and stuff. And it was kind of like, whoa, they're like throwing it in people's faces. So now I'm like, okay, there's something to it. But um, <clears throat> going back at to, to the game again, and I want the 49ers to win. Uh, I hate the Chiefs. This is going to be their fourth Super Bowl, I think, in the last like eight years or something. I think they won two. Um, I just don't like Mahomes. I don't like his. Uh, not that I don't like. I just don't. His swagger. I, just, I guess I don't care. Like when you're the it team, like the Patriots. Everybody hated the Patriots. You just I don't care for them. Um, so it's like freeform radio. Everybody be hating on us because we're, we're good. The yes. Yeah. We're the we're in a dynasty. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, and then like I was reading 
you know, everybody watches it. Me and Danny kind of talked about it. Like, nobody's running squares. People are gambling up their ass on their phones. And I was reading this is probably not because everybody has the the phones. You could bet on your phone. This is going to be the most gambled on Super Bowl ever recorded. Uh, just because of what people are betting on their uh, the sporting apps. And like that, they can retract all this. And um, that just goes to show you the popularity popularity of the, the NFL and the Super Bowl. Their biggest, their prized possession of content is the Super Bowl. And um, people watch, still are going to tune into watch. It's going to be streamed. Um, and that's just the time we are. But I personally think. I want the 49ers to win. I like Shanahan. I like his system. I like how he throws quarterbacks in there. And somehow they continue to win. They got a good defense. Um, and then, you know, the Bossa, the, the the defensive guy, Dan Bossa, he has roots to Chicago. His great-grandfather used to be the head of the mob in Chicago. <laughs> so he's related to that guy. So... Who is this, Bossa? Bossa, the the defensive uh, tackle. Okay. For the 49ers. I think his brother plays for the Chargers. Um, I know Shanahan. Uh, I think it's his brother or his dad. His dad uh, was at Proviso or something, or went was it Leiden? Leiden? Yeah, he went Leiden. to Leiden, a Chicago yeah. suburb high school. But yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I, I want the 49ers to win. I think. I I. I th- I'm thinking it's going to be close. I, I think it's going to be like whoever scores last. That's what I'm thinking for this game. And, um, and yeah, I, I don't got no – I was trying to get into this square thing with somebody I know, but it was $1,000 a square. But the payouts were like $10,000 uh, a quarter, and then the fourth quarter was like something like 60000 Wow, yeah. I – I myself was was trying to look for some squares. I mentioned it to Alana on Friday, and wouldn't you know it? Uh, iPhone suggested some places that I could buy squares. It's kind of like miraculously that it came up came about that way. But yeah, I kind of felt you know kind of off about going to some of these sites to buy squares. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I know like a week or two ago there were you know warning people on the news to be careful there's scammers out there fake websites blah blah blah. so i guess this year i'm not gambling i don't have anything on it but yeah me myself i i kind of want the 49ers to win my wife is a kansas city fan uh because of mahomes and um because that other guy too the one that's dating taylor swift what the heck's his name kelsey kelsey yeah she she liked the kelsey brothers because uh they had um an Amazon Prime thing, and then just because he's really like, you know, likable, I guess. Uh, and I don't have anything against him. Uh, if Kansas City would win, I wouldn't have any problems with that either. They're a good team. Uh, they got a great coach, Andy Reid. But I think it is time for Shanahan to, um, you know, start his dynasty and kind of come along. Even though uh, Purdy is not the greatest quarterback, I think he's a managed manager kind of quarterback game manager you're one yeah. of those guys right to where he won't lose you the game and he has enough tools around him that will win him a game so uh i'm rooting for the 49ers but we'll, we'll have to see i'm i gotta be honest uh sometimes for the super bowl if the bears aren't playing 
I'm more into the commercials. I, I think they're really hilarious. And like you mentioned, the food, just getting wings and a bunch of like snacks and just kind of pigging out and having some drinks. When we remember Danny, when when we uh, back in the old uh, where we grew up, we would watch the Super Bowl. And one year, Outback had that wing special. Do you remember what it what this special was? Was it twelve wings or twenty wings for like ten bucks? Um, I, I mean, they they have a special today for I yes. want to say it's like fifty three wings for fifty three dollars yes. or something like that. That's what I'm something saying. Like, what was yeah. the, do you remember what the original sale was for the wings? Back in the no, day, it, it was probably half that price with inflation uh, now. A wings about a say, buck. I think it was like you get twelve of them or something, or fifteen for like ten dollars. And I was gonna bring that up. That price, that fifty-three wings for fifty-three bucks. It's a dollar a wing, basically, with some right. weird uh, seasoning. I, I've never had. And then I think you have to order it through the app. They were really pushing the app. And I was telling my wife about it, and she's like, "We, well, you don't want something." I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna." I'm gonna order fucking 53 wings it's just us <laughs> like i'm gonna do with fucking 53 wings um, yeah i gotta say man i i was a little disappointed that you know we didn't get any invites to no super bowl parties you know uh you know not to put it out there but you know i hosted two of them already uh one in my old house one in this new house and i still have yet to get invited to somebody else's house so it's a little disappointing but fret not, man. We got food here. We got uh, wings. We got dips. We got chips. We got drinks. So we're, we're, we're set. Don't come over, Andy. Um, I, oh, too bad. Noel already invited me to his house. So. Oh, man. That's right. I didn't want to tell you that he invited me to watch the game over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any interest in this, Noel? I know you're not the biggest football fan, but uh, do you have any interest in this at all? Uh, you know, I used to be in a football, but um, it just didn't make me as excited anymore in the recent years. So I haven't really watched much. Uh, I'm completely clueless as to what's going on. But, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to watch it today. But, you know, I get it. People like it. And so that's good for them, man. If you guys like it, enjoy, you know. Yeah, for sure. Again, I, 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 I kind of like it. And especially this year. Uh, Junior's really into it. Um, he's not the biggest football fan. He'll watch a little bit of football with me. He is curious, and he does know a little bit of it. Uh, he doesn't probably know all the ins and outs. But, uh, yeah, he was really excited for this Super Bowl. So I got a feeling in school it's probably the the latest topic of, of talk. And, um, yeah, he's kind of waiting for some chicken wings and, and some uh, chicken tenders and whatnot. So, yeah, good times coming up. Nice, nice. Yeah, the the um, yeah, like I said, a, everybody in America watches it. Um, the other thing is, like, do you think uh, does going back to the Kelsey shit? So they had a show on Amazon. Yeah, I think it was the uh, the Kelseys. I think it was called Kelseys or something. I know they like got that. a podcast going, but I didn't know they had a fucking. Uh, the guy from um, the Philadelphia one, right? Not not the Kansas City guy, or both of them. Right. It was mainly a, a following the life of the Philadelphia one. Ah, okay. And then and then the brother would show up because they have uh, a farm together. They purchased some like a uh, cattle farm, 
And so they manage that the cattle business, and um, so they go both work on the farm or whatnot. I'm sure some of it was for show, where they're like, yeah, let's clean out this stable kind of thing. But, you know, they probably got hired help to do all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah they, they showed them both together, and I, I think that's what kind of um, made Alana kind of gravitate a little more to them. And and especially since the last last year's Super Bowl was the brothers going against each other, right? That that's when her uh, interest in football really grew. And this year it was even more so. She watched quite a few games with me, and um, yeah, we're we're even talking about starting a a fantasy football and signing up somewhere so we can maybe play next year. Oh, nice man. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I I know they started a podcast and they have hosts or guests. I mean, and it's kind of popular. And then with the guy dating Taylor Swift, and like you know the whole conspiracy that you know how the one brother sells the 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 jab, and he does the commercials for him, and then Taylor Swift, and that they're gonna try to try to do this like romantic this whole thing like fairy tale and then they're like whoa <laughs> the end like vote for biden at the end there's some goofy shit and uh that's like what has the internet all going crazy and um i don't know i just i'm kind of whatever like it, it is what it is um i just that's why i guess maybe that's one of the reasons i, I don't like the chiefs and, and my homies and all that. I'm like sick of. Then the, he replaced uh, Rogers in the Allstate commercials, right? Or I'm sorry, State Farm. State Farm, and, right? And then, like, I feel like the commercials got dumber <laughs> after fucking Rogers left. You know, and like, I just not feeling. I don't know. I just I don't like any of them. Like I like Lamar Jackson, the uh, the guy from Baltimore. He was better and like, but he's not as like likable, I guess. And and that's why they pushed the, the script. And if I was like, we didn't have Mahomes up there, man, he's like our, our golden boy. And, and he's, and you know, he does all our state farm commercials and all this bullshit. So uh, I think that's one of the reasons that the, they want, uh, the NFL wants this guy to win. And plus he's a quarterback, you know? But um, the other thing, real quick, we've been doing some house hunting, and we made an offer in a house uh, a couple weeks ago. We didn't get it. We lost it. I don't know. It's getting frustrating. It's not my wife. Like, we're going to have to just be patient. But I keep reading uh, people tell, uh, people I watch on YouTube, like uh, financial people and, like, real estate people telling you they're basically saying don't buy properties right now. But I know from a year ago when we really started looking, the properties, it kind of dipped for a while, like uh, around the winter. But they're going slowly going back up. And uh, we got some time. But uh, we made an offer. I bumped it up even more. And like I think the realtor was upset with me because I didn't bump it up as much as she wanted me. She wanted her she recommended <laughs> but i was like in my mind i was thinking like man we're already overpaying for this house like i had a number in my head i bumped it up more but i'm like ah, anything after this i feel real uncomfortable yeah i think like you said the the market is 
a little volatile. Um, a lot of people do say that right now it's not the time to buy, but like you said, houses that were 200,000 last year, this year they're like 350, 400. So um, they're definitely going up. Um, I don't know if they're going up to a bubble where they're going to drop back down a hundred thousand or so. Uh, yeah, yeah it's kind of uncertain. So I, I, I don't know when would be the best time to buy, but yeah, I know you've been looking for a while. Yeah, it's uh, they gave us this chart about the property. Like in five years, it's gonna be worth this much, and I'm like, that's if like everything goes up and up. Like she's like, well, the prices don't go down drastically. I'm like, really? Like you, you already forgot about 2008. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, uh, and I think some we're kind of there because there's not a lot of homes. The interest rate is high. So people are, I think the people that are buying right now, they're overpaying because they're like, oh, I like this house. I'm not going to lose it. I'm going to get it, pay whatever it takes to get. And I think that's what kind of where we're at right now. And I always tell my wife, if we like the house, we'll, I'll pay a little bit more, but like within reason to a point that's within our budget. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking... I mean, we've seen houses where they listed them at like 380 and they sold for like 410, 415. I'm like, that's fucking insane. Like, how can the. And the area says the house should be worth this much, you know? And like, I, I don't get how you get loans and all that shit for something like that. Yeah, I was uh, hearing from some YouTubers that there is a bubble and it's going to burst pretty soon. Uh, especially the auto market, I heard more recently, and they say like the next 90 days, you're going to see prices going down on new and used cars. So I imagine that the housing market will eventually catch up to to the point where, you know, I heard there's for, foreclosures and stuff happening. And there is more foreclosure. So in the real, just to wrap it up here, the, the when I search for homes on Realtor and all that, there are more foreclosures, more popping up like every week. But even that, the foreclosure how prices they have or whatever the bank wants is like fucking crazy. And then you find out they have an update like, oh, we received multiple offers. But your best offer by this, they give you like a deadline. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, this is insane. And like, uh, and these houses ain't in bad shape or they fucked them up. They're like move in ready. Uh, I mean, depends when you get the inspection. But what you see from the pictures they're not like tore up and shit removed. It's just like people just couldn't, they got in over their heads and they couldn't afford it and they left, you know. But uh, let us know any real estate people out there, what you guys think. Send me, uh, what you guys think at ffnquestions at gmail.com. But let's roll over to Noel, man. Uh, I see uh, you binge, or I don't know if you binge watched it, but I know Ray Donovan, I heard of that show. I think. Is that is that a Showtime show? Yep. yep right. Uh, I think I've seen commercials for it. How how is it, man? I just know it's uh, saber tooth in it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lee Schreiber. He, yes. Uh, played saber tooth in X Men. I think it was the sequels. The or actually even in the, the first movie. one too, right? Right. Wasn't yeah. No, not the first one. He played. Uh, when he did Wolverine, got his own movie. I think he was Sabretooth. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, so he's in this show. He's uh, the main character. It's uh, it's actually a really good show, man. I, uh, I've been wanting to talk about it for a bit, but I wanted to wrap it up and finish watching it before I said anything about it. Um, it's about seven seasons long, started in 2013 Damn. and um, finished in 2020. But they did a, a movie to kind of like tie up the loose ends. Uh-huh. And so the movie is like, a, it's about an hour and a half. So it's like two episodes long, I guess. And uh, that came out just recently, I think 2022. And um, it's it's a really good show, man. I think if it wasn't for COVID, it still would have kept going. But like I said, it ended in 2020. And there was like just a lot of weird stuff going on around that time. So um, just to kind of sum it up, I don't want to give any spoilers because it is a really good show I, I hope that one day you guys watch it uh i'm guessing you guys haven't though right daniel no i haven't watched it and i think what you brought up is a good point about covid i wonder how many shows got affected in this manner where they're good shows but covid came and it kind of screwed up the production to where some good shows got canceled yeah it, it happened more than not yeah. more than not dude <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, this was one of those that looks like um, really good cast, man. Just to kind of go, I'm on their IMDb page. Uh, Lee Schreiber, again, from the X-Men movie. He was in Scream, I think, as well. He's in yeah. a few other things. Uh, Eddie Marsden, he's a British actor, very famous, a lot of different roles. Um, Pooch Hall, he was in the show The Game. Um, he was one of the football players. Um, you got John Voight. It's another big name on here. Uh, you got Stephen Bauer, who actually played uh, one of the cartel bosses in Better Call Saul. Um, I think he was even in uh, Breaking Bad, if I'm not mistaken. And there, there's a few other people, too. Elliot Gould, he was in the um, Oceans movies. He's one of the the Jewish uh, rich people that, you know, he, he was a casino owner himself. Right, uh, and there's there's a few other recognizable actors, uh, and, and Daniel, you might know this one too, Denise Crosby, season one of Star Trek: Next Generation. Oh yeah, uh, Tasha Yar, they ended up dying that first season. She's in well, as she well. quit, so they had to kill her. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. She uh, said that she she was tired of just being the legs behind Picard. And she's just like, I want more of a, a role in the front. And they're like, all right, man, we're going to kill you by some blob that's just going to toss you and do like a hip toss on you. <laughs> when so I what, saw Data, it, I they like, moved Data into her spot? Yeah, they're like, hey, Data, we're going to give you more screen time, man. This, this lady's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when they, when they killed her, it was like nothing. I was like, just a s- split second, she's gone. I was really surprised when I first saw it, like, organically the first time. I was like, what the hell? But, uh, yeah, so she's in this show as well. And uh, just to kind of sum it up of what it is, imagine Sopranos meets Entourage, and that's kind of what you got here. Um, but it's like an Irish Sopranos. So it's uh, an Irish family that it centers on, and they're in uh, Hollywood. And the the main character, Ray Donovan, or Lee Schreiber, who plays him, he's uh, a fixer for Hollywood. So whenever there's like some crazy scandal or whatever that needs to be, you know, swept under the rug, you call Ray Donovan to solve it, you know, and he's a he's a fixer. He just does a bunch of different stuff. And obviously with that comes a lot of crazy situations. And so this show has so many good episodes. And uh, aside from the 
job that he has as a fixer, his family is crazy as shit. Like they come from South Boston, uh, from Southie, and uh, John Voight uh, is Ray Donovan's father, or, or the actor plays Ray Donovan's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Mickey, Mickey Donovan, and he's like a former inmate who just got recently released and the family wants nothing to do with him but ray donovan's wife unfortunately she gets convinced and persuaded by his charms and lets him in and ever since he lets him in which happens in the first season things just go crazy from there and it's just it's uh it's a good show man really good show Uh, a lot of crazy shit happens people get killed murders happen it's it's all over the place. There's just anything and everything that you would want in a good show, kind of like Sopranos, you're going to find in this show as well. So I do recommend that. I don't want to spoil it because I, I legitimately think you guys would like it because you like Sopranos that much. It, it really gave me that vibe, just more Irish than anything. And it's It's got some funny moments in it, but a lot more serious than, than funny. It's... Uh, a pretty so, seriously grounded show. So COVID kind of messed it up, and then they did a movie at the end just to wrap up everything? Pretty much, yeah, because at the end of the show, which there was like two years between the movie and the end of the show, it it was like it, it felt like unresolved, like it was unfinished. It, it was almost towards the end anyway, but you could feel like, man, there's, there's like unresolved, uh, you know, plot lines and questions about what happened to this person and that person and then in the movie it kind of all just wraps up and things come for full circle and uh i would say it had a better ending than sopranos in that this is more less this is less gray it's more in you know like solidified as a finished you know product but there is still some kind of questions that you're going to wonder like you know h- how it will resolve like, w- what the future would look like after that is you'll still have that question but ultimately you know what the end is and uh so yeah i would say it's worth it um imdb it's got 8.3 out of almost a hundred thousand reviews or ratings oh, okay. so 8.3 is pretty solid i would actually agree initially before i saw this i was going to give it an 8.2 but yeah, eight point three. That's that's fair. Uh, definitely a good show. Um, I I don't know how many episodes in total. Let me see. It, it's probably gonna be around like eighty episodes, something like that. It, it is a pretty long show, but uh, definitely worth watching. Yeah, I mean, I just remember I used to see a lot of advertising for it, but I never watched it. I I just. I remember it was for like either stars or showtime. Um, but uh, yeah, it lasted. I remember being, it, it was around for a long time. And then, and then it just kind of like, it went away. <laughs> and then I, I remember seeing the advertising for the movie. Um, but like I said, I, I just knew of it. I'd never really seen any of the episodes. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Especially, I, I did like Sopranos and all that, and I, I like this like mobster esque style that they have in their family. And uh, I liked Entourage too, which dealt dealt with a lot with Hollywood and all that. And you do see a lot of actors and cameos and stuff like that in it, so it was cool. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend it to you guys uh, and and our viewers out there. It's a good, solid show to watch. Um, another thing I did recently, I started getting back into gaming probably in the last month. Uh, 
And uh, one of the games I just recently beat is uh, Quantum Break. It's a game that came out, I believe, on PS4. Um, I got it on Steam, which is on PC. And uh, I ended up putting in about oh, like 10 hours, I think it took me to beat it. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever played it or heard of it, Quantum Break. This is the one with uh, they integrate like TV into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually a, a Microsoft. Uh, it only came out on Xbox, but there has been rumors that they might port it over. Um, but yeah, Microsoft is the one that paid to to publish this game, from my understanding. Oh, that's huh. All right. I, I thought it was also out on uh, P, uh, Sony, but I guess not. All right. Um, yeah, it's it's in the Alan Wake universe, so it's by that same publisher, right? Um, what the heck's the name of that company? I forget, but they made Alan Wake and Control, and the other two, Alan Wake and Control, are released on PlayStation, so there is a lot of talks about this quantum break coming over to uh, the PlayStation Ah, uh, yeah, you are right. It came out for uh, Xbox One. Okay, interesting. It, it, it did look interesting. I it it would have been something that I would have played if it was on uh, PlayStation, but since it was an Xbox, I I didn't get a chance to play it or or didn't go over there. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a pretty good game. Um, I, I would say you're not missing too much. Um, it is kind of dated, especially with the games that we have now. I mean, it's almost 10 years old. It's 2016 when it came out, and it did feel like a 2016 game. It was still fun. I still enjoyed it, but it did get kind of like just the the combat was uh, repetitive, and the, the story was okay, but you could tell that most of the budget went to the actors and they had some like notable actors in it. Uh, Sean Ashmore, who was Iceman in the X Men movies. Uh, right. Aiden Aiden Gillen, who was in Game of Thrones. Um, so th- those are the two main actors within the show or game. But they also made a show, which is where I think the budget really went to. Uh, I want to say it was like maybe seven episodes or something like that. And th- these are like full, pretty much length episodes of like twenty minutes. I want to say, but like a. a if you were like a 30 minute show on TV with commercials, this would be like around that amount. And uh, so there was multiple episodes after every, like, I guess, arc that you would play in the game. You'd play for a bit. An episode would come out for 20 minutes, play for another bit, and then another 20 minute episode. It went like that. Um, the game itself was good. I would probably give it a seven in terms of like enjoyment, but. Um, you know, it's it's nothing groundbreaking. <laughs> it's nothing that you haven't seen uh, in other, you know, sci-fi games. So it, it's pretty cool, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was mildly interested with it. So um, I would have probably checked it out just to see what it was about. Just because the integration with TV into the video games seemed like an instrument, interesting uh, premise. Yeah, I mean, and the story was kind of cool. It it deals with like you know time travel, and there's a quantum break because of this time travel, right? So literally all of time is gonna end, and so you know your your whole battle is to try to restore time to what it was, because uh, they they fucked it up, right? So it, it's kind of cool, and you know you get powers and stuff because you 
you're affected by the time distortion. So you kind of have these manipulations that you could do. You could slow down time, speed up. You could do a bunch of cool stuff. But um, it, it just does feel like an outdated game. And I think partially what what's to blame is that I played like God of War Ragnarok right before this. So it was one of those things where I played a brand new game from 2022, 23, right? Somewhere around there. Right. And now I'm going back to 2016. It it definitely felt like a a time jump, like a like a quantum break. Oh dang! <laughs> That's the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, why do they say par- Why do they say pardon the pun? Like, why do you have to ask? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I I pun this. What's wrong with puns, man? Uh, it's, they can be cheesy. Like that was oh, okay. cheesy, but like I don't care. You know, so it's. <laughs> I guess if you don't care, then you're good. But if if you care about that thing, you, you ask their part, and you're like, "Hey, man, sorry about that. That was cheesy." Oh, all right. <laughs> it's about being, it's about being civil, then. Oh, okay. My bad, man. I guess I'm uncivilized. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But yeah, man, that, that's all I got for now, man. Uh, sw- switching it over to you. It looks like uh, you watched Obi Wan, huh? The season one. Yeah, man. I'm not sure if any guys have watched this. I know this is a while ago now. Obi-Wan's been out for, I think, a good year now. But, yeah, I, I picked up Disney uh, with the latest Thanksgiving Black Friday sale. Uh, Hulu, I believe, was a dollar or, or something about that. And then for another $2, you could get Disney bundled with it. So I'm like, ah, what the heck, for 3 bucks or 4 bucks, I forgot what it was a month, I got Hulu and Disney. And yeah, I was kind of flipping through, a little disappointed that, you know, a bunch of kids show, a bunch of women power, Marvel movies. And I was just like, man, what the heck am I going to watch on this network? And I ran across Obi-Wan and I'm like, yes, Obi-Wan. I ran across Mandalorian. I haven't seen that yet, but I'm like, yes, I got to watch this. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. I haven't seen that yet. But yeah, long way to go into. I watched Obi-Wan Kenobi season one. And I got to say, man, it reinvigorated uh, Star Wars in me. I had kind of got, you know, tired of Star Wars, I guess, a little way to say it. But, yeah, man, it really got me pumped so much so that after finish season one, I started watching The Last of the Clone Wars. I had never finished that series. It's like... um six or eight seasons of the animated show and mm-hmm. i got very i got very close to finishing it i was like on the last season or two and i just kind of dropped off of it so it like started something up in me man so now i'm i'm currently watching that i haven't finished it yet but back to obi-wan great show man i really dug it um it had the typical new disney uh, you know, women are super powered and everything, which is fine. It kind of plays into the story. And I, and I think in this case, and I'm, I'm kind of making more of it than it is this women power thing. But, and honestly, I think it does fit the narrative here. Um, I don't want to give too many spoilers or any spoilers at all, but um, this is Obi-Wan when he goes to uh, Tatooine to kind of look over Luke. This is that time of the, the, the lore. And in it, he comes back and sees Leia. So Leia is a big character in the show. And it really shows her as how she became the leader of the rebel force. Or at least it shows like the the embryo states of that. So I thought it was very cool. Cool show. Uh, Have you watched this, Andy? I'm not sure if you got Disney right now. 
Yeah, I got Disney too on that Black Friday deal. Um, but no, I haven't seen anything um, that related to the last thing I saw was uh, Mandalorian, but I watched the first season um, and I, I, I haven't watched anything else. And then like this month or this year is the 25th anniversary of the the prequel movies. Okay. And then uh, the Clone Wars, then or whatever you were watching, they yeah. made uh, a final season. I think just for Disney Plus because the way it ended. Right. So I don't know if it's uh, if that's included. I, I forgot what season, but I know it was like a big fucking deal because I always underestimated how popular the 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 Clone Wars animated series was. And like it, it was pretty, it was pretty popular, man. Yeah, for sure, man. It was it was one of those shows that uh, while I was watching it, it was like all the talk. And then I don't know, I guess it was just how many seasons they were. I got kind mm-hmm. of fatigued and I stopped watching it. But getting back into it and now I'm on like the last five episodes of the second to last season. And then I got the last season, the one that you mentioned that they made specifically for Disney to kind of wrap up the story because it was uh, abruptly canceled or something happened where they just stopped making them. So, yeah, I'm super excited to see how it ends, Um, getting kind of close to the end. So excited about that. And hopefully I'll have some uh, discussion for that in a future episode. But Noel, did you watch this? I think you're a a Star Wars fan, right? Yeah. yeah, I would say a little more than average, but not diehard or nothing like that. But, um, you know, I didn't watch Obi-Wan. I did watch Mandalorian's first two seasons. And then I watched uh, Andor season one that just Ooh. wrapped up recently. Yeah, that's another one I want to watch. So how, how do you just high level? What should be the next one that I watch after Obi-Wan? I would say Andor. Andor? Okay. Yeah, cool. I, I really dug that one, man. That was really good. Yeah, uh, again, just to kind of wrap up on Obi-Wan, very good, um, modern. Uh, it, it really fits his age right now since he played Obi-Wan in the prequels. And I think it's a perfect age gap for him to be Obi-Wan, the older guy, you know, right before um, episode three, I guess, if you want to call it. But yeah, or um, episode four, I guess, actually. But yeah. Very cool show. Enjoyed it. So go out there and watch it if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, jumping into something else that I watched. I watched uh, a little mini documentary, crime, two true crime sto- uh, stories that Netflix does. It's called uh, American Nightmare. Just came out this year, I believe, or late last year. Not sure if you guys watched this, but um, very intriguing show, man. Um, it's, uh, I believe, three or four episodes I got to say, like, um, this is probably one of those shows that made me flip flop uh, a few times because I kind of consider myself to be one of those people that know what's going to happen in most movies and shows. And um, this was one that after the first episode, I was just like, you know, the butler did it. And then after the second episode, I'm like, no, it was the gardener. And then after the third, I was just like, holy shit, this is the ending. I didn't even see this happening. So. Uh, there is no butler or gardener, but uh, just kind of just to leave it, <laughs> just to leave it vague for people out there in case you want to watch it. Uh, butler, what the fuck? <laughs> right. But uh, the, the premise of the, the documentary is that um, a, a 
there's a, a couple, a younger couple. They're in apartment. The girlfriend gets kidnapped, and then the boyfriend ends up calling the police, and then that's where the the whole show starts going off and who kidnapped the woman, what happened, and why. And the the three or four episodes are all based on that. And very, very cool. Uh, even had Alana questioning, and she was kind of like the same way. She's like, yeah, this guy did it. And then the next episode, no, nah, she was it. And then after the third, it's just like, holy shit, this is what happened. So very cool. I'm not sure if you guys are into this. I think you're into like true crimes, right, Andy? Yeah, I like I like murder porn. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if this and this one's on what what platform on what channel? Uh, I watched it on Netflix. Ah, so Netflix produced. Oh, yeah, and I've never heard of these. Um, but it does sound pretty good. Uh, usually, I like it when it's a couple, and then it leads to murder or some bullshit. That that's right up my alley. Yeah, for sure. And you know, have you have you seen this? Are you, are you even interested in stuff like this? I, you know, I don't got Netflix, uh, so I haven't really watched much of their docu series stuff. Um, but true crime stuff and just weird stories and cool stories like that, I do get from some YouTube channel. Um, I think I might even heard this one too, but in story format, not in a documentary. But uh, it seems cool. Yeah, it was it was very cool, man. I I gotta say, I I probably went on a Netflix binge. Um, I, I forget what was the occasion, but we like killed it for no a football. few. <laughs> you know, and actually, now that you mentioned it, Andy, a, a big majority of that yes. was last week because there was no football. So I was just like, all right, what are we gonna watch now? What are we gonna watch now? And we're spending time together, which isn't a problem, but it was just like show after show after show and. Yeah, American Nightmare was probably one of those from last week. Um, another one, very quick, just to jump in and out of it before we get to our article. But uh, The Devil on Trial, not sure. This is probably something right up your alley, Noel. But it's based on those um, horror guys, um, Those that couple. I'd have to Google their name now because their name's escaping my brain here. But they're a real famous, um, uh, you know... Um, Exorcist, yeah, yeah. Uh, they did the Conjuring movies. Oh, uh, the Warrens. The Warren family, yes, yeah. exactly. So Old husband and wife, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this is uh, a Netflix documentary uh, where they interview a lot of the family that was involved, but it's basically the, the family that got possessed and one of uh, the brothers ends up killing somebody and the defense is that he was possessed by the devil. And so it's one of the first American trials where they use that defense. I guess they've used it in other countries before, but it was the first major case where they did this in America. In America. Yeah. Have you heard about the 70s? This? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was right at the end of the Warrens popularity. Um, they had become a big thing with um, Amanita Horror. What's that? Amanita Horror. Yeah, that one. It, it was right Amity. after that for sure. Uh, have you heard of this, Noah? The Devil on Trial? No, but I'm intrigued, man. Um, so I, this is pretty much related to Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. That's right. what I'm getting by it. Exactly. Okay. This is what the, the movie is based on, except it's a documentary where they interview um, a bunch of the people that were involved. They interview the guy that got possessed, 
um, the initial brother, and then he passed it on to uh, a friend or a boyfriend of uh, the sister. And so they interview him too. They interview the sister. They interview a bunch of the family members of that whole family that got involved. Um, they didn't really interview the Warren family, uh, except I think like one of the grandsons or something like that. Obviously, the Warrens are have passed away already, so you can't yes. interview them. But um, very cool documentary, uh, kind of shortish from what I remember. It was only like two or three episodes. Uh, but really cool to see insights from the other side, uh, the people that were actually affected with this. But pretty cool either way uh, for, for you guys that are interested in that type of so, uh, horrors and stuff. Yeah. And they, did you buy into what the guy said or you think it was full of shit? Um, I myself, I'm a Christian, so I believe that there is a devil. And, you know, the Bible tells us all the time about these evil spirits taking over you if you welcome them in. So is it a possibility? Sure. Um, is it a viable defense? Maybe not. I don't think, especially nowadays, if that would have happened today, I think it would be less likely to win that kind of case. Uh, the majority of America, I think, don't believe in God as they used to back in the day. So I think it would be even more difficult to win that case today. Right. What about you? No, I, I think uh, I th I think opposite. I think they would believe it more now because they're so open minded about bullshit. But okay, I don't doubt it. Like uh, possession, I think that that's definitely real. Yeah, for sure. Very interesting. Uh, check it out, Noel. I think you you'll dig it because um, I I've I've seen that last Conjuring one too, and it was a good movie. So. Uh, I think this is kind of a little docky. Got a lot of pictures, a lot of recordings. Really cool to see uh, the background behind it. For sure, man. I'll definitely check it out. But guys, I think that's enough about us. Even though I think this audience would love to hear more about us. But let's get into our article of the week. Alright guys. So here's one that's near and dear to my heart uh only because i do have a membership to this uh this club but it is the panera uh panera bread uh, charged lemonades lawsuit so there's a lady who who ended up buying a charged lemonade and she ended up passing away uh her name was sarah she was 21 this article comes from nbc news and uh, right before we were recording, I'll mention there's a few other ones that NBC has written up um, following after this. But this is one of the first cases of uh, one of these ladies suing Panera because they were unaware of the caffeine uh, contents that were in these charged lemonades. So now uh, the article kind of goes into some background as to the lady to kind of top it off to make this thing a little even sadder. She was pregnant at the time. Uh, so very sad circumstance but i think this kind of when i first read it kind of fell into my mind as far as and you can read the article for more details it's a pretty good article actually this kind of falls into that mcdonald's uh category where the coffee was too hot i didn't know it was hot and it burned me when you're buying something that's explicitly um advertised as being a lot of caffeine and that was a lot of the advertising 
I, I've been going to Panera for a little over a year now because I became one of those SIP club members. I have a Panera right down the road from my house. So I get one just about every day on the ride home from work. If we leave the house, I stop by, get a drink. Um, any kind of back and forth uh, shopping, we'll stop on the way there. Uh, on the way to groceries, and then if the grocery takes more than two hours, the charge thing recharges uh, as far as uh, the, the free drink, and I stop by and get another one on the way home. So we stop by there frequently, and I remember when these charged lemonades came out, it was a big advertising that caffeine up the ass, this is like having four cups of coffees at one time kind of thing. I don't remember if that was explicitly their language, but it was something like that where it was just like, this thing is a boost. It's like having a, a cup of coffee and they put like an espresso inside of it. Like, like it's a lot of caffeine. So I kind of find it hard to believe where people like this that, oh, I didn't know um, I have a heart condition. I didn't know oh, I'm pregnant. I didn't know. To me, stuff like this, it's like buyer beware a little bit. You can't eat a double cheeseburger and then have to get a triple bypass surgery and be like, well, I didn't know the double cheeseburger was bad for me from McDonald's. So I guess, <laughs> so yeah, high protein. <laughs> so I guess let's open it up to everybody. Uh, uh, let's start off with you, Noel. I know you, you're kind of more of a health conscious uh, the little bit of research that I did into is, it, the article is somewhat truthful. It is like drinking a can of Red Bull or Monster, uh, not necessarily combined. I think they're kind of overstating that because I did look at some of the numbers, uh, but it is definitely like drinking an energy drink. Uh, what are your initial thoughts, Noel? So, you know, first and foremost, it's it's a tragedy when someone has to lose their life for something like this. So first and foremost, it sucks that she's passed away from it, you know, condolences to her family. But when you have a condition and something that you're aware of, it's not like, oh, they found out after the fact. When you're aware of you have a condition, let's say she was diabetic and they're like, this has the most sugar any ever drink has ever had. And she has it and then she has a diabetic issue or, you know, something happens and she dies. Whose fault is it really? Because we're adults where we take our health into our own hands every time we step out, you know, step foot outside our door. She made a conscious decision to buy this drink that has been explicitly stated to be caffeinated, knowing she has a heart condition. So is it the fault of Panera? Not necessarily. Um, but if their drinks are not um, made correctly and like maybe they have more caffeine than they should do they have some liability at that point I think a little bit so I don't know how this resulted I don't know if they if the uh, lawsuit is you know finished or concluded but should they pay something maybe a small amount like a small settlement I could see happening but I don't think it should be anything crazy because at the end of the day, she she made that choice. Nobody forced her to buy that drink. She knew she had a heart condition, and she chose to make that risk, thinking, okay, this is just a small amount of caffeine. It's not going to do much damage, but you, you really don't know what's in anything that you don't make yourself. So you're always taking that risk. You could have been anything. could have been too much sodium in her cheeseburger that caused her to have a heart condition or heart episode. could have been too much... Uh, 
you know, a- anything pretty much that you could think of. Too much cholesterol, whatever. So it's it's unfortunate, man, but I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree. Anything that you don't kind of control yourself, you're you're kind of going by the nutrient values there. And it's probably a good estimation. But, um, yeah, just kind of re- uh, mention off of what you had said. I'm diabetic, so I'm constantly looking at sugar contents for whatever I'm consuming. If I go get um, an iced tea even off the shelf, right away I look at the sugar content. Is it um, going to have that fake sugar? And then now I might get cancer because it's been linked to cancer. I I constantly look at all those nutritions because I'm interested in that. I want to maybe I, I don't live the healthiest life. But I don't want to be negligent about it. Something happens, and then I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, is me? Why didn't McDonald's tell me about this?" So, uh, totally, 100%. If you don't handle it or control it yourself at home, it's kind of difficult, and you're assuming that those labels are somewhat accurate. Like we have the Sip Club membership. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm saying we. My wife had it. I didn't know about it, and then she kind of told me about it, and I would use it every once in a while. And then when I went in there. I usually uh, get like um, a coffee or, or uh, a fountain drink, <laughs> but uh, I did notice all those lemonades because they always had a ton of lemonades. If you look at it, I don't think you would know that it would had uh, like the t- all that caffeine. Um, the when I found out I had a ton of caffeine was I was watching. Uh, like one of those TikTok videos or shorts and and I Google and, and, and uh, YouTube and they're talking about this. If you get the big cup, it has as much as um like two cans of Red Bull or something, uh something goofy like that. That's when I first heard about it, and then I think like a couple weeks later, then that's when the news broke that this girl passed away from it, and they were blaming that because she had a heart condition. And, um, then I remember going in there one time and I just saw the drinks and I finally noticed like, and there's a picture of it. There is a tag, like this amount of caffeine on there, the, the ounces, but I, I hear you like people with conditions you think would read that, but I mean, she was young. I don't know if anybody's really, anybody's looking at it Cause everybody thinks, oh, it's just lemonade. Lemonade's healthy. Uh, and I think that's what kind of the mindset that she had. Like, I don't know, they fucking put put all this fucking caffeine in it. Because um, I wouldn't think that lemonade had any type of caffeine. So, my view on this is that, all right, so she has a heart condition. Yes. She knows she shouldn't be having caffeine, probably at all. Like, it should just be a wise choice to not really have caffeine. But she chose to have it, right? So let's say there is a, you know, I don't know, like a peanut McFlurry, some shit, right? And you're allergic to peanuts. If you buy that peanut McFlurry, you die because you're allergic to peanuts. Is McDonald's at fault? It's like, no, you made that choice to buy that, right? Knowing you're allergic to it, knowing it could kill you, and you did it anyway. It's not McDonald's fault. If you're an adult... You're over the age of 18. You're you've probably graduated high school. You you should know at least 
some common physics and common you know common sense man and so if if you were to you know be allergic to peanuts and you go and order this they're going to give it to you they're not going to ask you are you allergic to peanuts because this might kill you if you do you know that's what i'm saying like i don't know how they advertised it but when i saw it it isn't like it doesn't say like when you walk up to this has a shitload of caffeine and no one does it say that that that's what i'm saying and it's 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 advertised as lemonade or like some uh, healthy shit. Uh, charged that, that lemonade. One. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know what that charge means. Maybe they put an extra fucking sugar packet. I don't know. And then when right. you do, when you look at it, if you look at the tag, it just says the bottom something with the caffeine, how much it is. But like I said, maybe she didn't do that. She maybe she just saw. Oh, it's lemonade. I'm good with lemonade. I I do agree with that. Uh, seeing the the lemonade maybe gave a false impression that it's healthier. Uh, but the word charge should have raised your ears and been like, let me double check what the heck charged means. Does it mean that it's an alternative to sugar for the lemonade? And am I conscious that it might give me cancer or I don't care? But it should at least pique your interest to look at it and see what do they mean by charged. And it was very clearly listed. I mean, these things ever since this lawsuit from this article they took them away from the counter yeah. you used to be able to fill them yourself so that was one of the good things uh, if i saw the line in the drive-thru was kind of long i would drive inside go up to the station i mean i'd ring it out or whatever i would go up to the station and fill up myself my charged lemonade and they had a sugar-free version for me and so that that would be the one that i usually bought and then the one alana would get was this like um strawberry lemonade or something or other uh but anyways mango something yeah they have another yeah they have yeah. a mango one and then they have uh a third or fourth one i can't remember what it is but anyways yeah we would go up there and get it now we can't do that because they have them behind the counter because they want to see the person that's ordering them and so that they're aware <laughs> that there's uh, that it's charged and that people know that this isn't just a regular lemonade this is a, a really caffeinated lemonade so please be aware of that but to me the signage always said that this is like a special like extra caffeinated it's not a regular cup of coffee kind of thing so i i kind of fall back to it's like buyers saw, need to be need to be aware of what they're getting i saw those after this happened then that's when they started saying like this has a ton of caffeine but look at if you look at the picture that's provided in the article, I mean, what does it say here? It just says caffeine. It says plant-based, clean caffeine powered by whatever. And then, like, it just has, like, how much caffeine? I'm like, the word no. I mean, it's pretty, like, who the fuck's looking at that? Like, it's a young person. Like you. How, how much I'm, caffeine does it have? So it says a, 389 milligrams of caffeine. See that that is that is insane, dude. Even I would, even me right now, and I exercise. I wouldn't want to take that. I know how much three eighty will affect me. I, I have uh, pre workout drinks that tell me how much caffeine is in it. I know the feeling of three eighty. It is not a good feeling for a normal person, let alone somebody with a heart condition. If it said anywhere on there that it was three eighty and she drank it, honestly, that's that's her choice, man. That's. That's between her and God at that point, Here, dude. It says right. It it, it one says, of, uh, the one Alana gets. Look, it says thirty fluid ounces, 
430 uh, calories and 390 milligrams of caffeine. And so you buy this thing, you are fully aware of everything. And it's clear as day on the literature. When you're going up to refill and you're going to squeeze that thing, that number is right there in your face. So to me, I, I hear it. And companies should make it as easy for consumers to know um, the actual contents of it. But at the end of the day, it's the consumers. They're the ones that are responsible for it. It says clean caffeine. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, well, I, mean, I mean, it's healthy. It, well, see, that's right. And then it, it says plant-based. And then the bottom two, yeah, the, the milligrams of the caffeine. Like, I hear you guys, but this, this to me... Uh, they're they're advertising it as lemonade, and then they put plant based and all this other shit, and, and then it's a young person. Any person would just fucking drink that, and not, they're just gonna be like, oh, like I got a kick going or some shit. But I think that uh, we're we're older, so we look at shit like this, like low sodium and sugar free. We look at that more because we're old. Young people don't look at none of that shit. I mean that that's just an excuse, though, man. That's not a legitimate, like. They're adults, you know what I mean? Like they're right. they're it's not junior, something. it's not a, a teenager, yeah. a young child, right? Yeah, she was twenty one, right? So I mean she's literally legal enough to buy alcohol. Are you saying, Oh, I don't know this has alcohol, let me just fucking chug a Johnny Walker? But everybody knows the effects <laughs> of alcohol. Nobody thinks that lemon is everybody knows. So see, that's I don't know, man. See that's it's where the it's way it's excuse. advertised. I'm not saying right. that you can if everybody it up, knows alcohol will hurt you. Everybody it's should know caffeine and, uh, to hurt you. Based, you're gonna think it's healthy. I I agree, but but to me that's advertising. That's the company wanting to make this as friendly and as enticing for people as possible, yeah. Yeah. and they use keywords and triggers like yes. that. Uh, just yes. like Noel's mentioned before, uh, the word organic nowadays doesn't really mean that it's organic. It's in advertising marketing to get people who want to be a little healthy to see the words organic and be like, I want to buy that because that's better for me. It's just like back in the day that the whole fra the craze with fat free, fat free, and it would make people go, let me buy this thing because it's fat free. But then you read all the other shit that it comes with. And it's like, no, this thing isn't that healthy for you. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, like I agree with you guys, if you could get information more prevalent now and you could search it, but when you're young, they're not really looking at any of that shit. I just know kids today, they don't drink pop. And then they drink everything else, juices and all this fucking smoothies. And in their head, they're like, it's not pop, it's healthy. And they rarely drink coffee. They drink all this other shit, frappuccinos. And I know that shit has a ton of fucking bad shit for you. But because they think coffee is like bad for you or like too much caffeine. I'm just telling you the way it, you look at it right there and then the way they word it, it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's clean caffeine and plant-based. And to me, she just walked up, saw fucking lemonade and saw that. And she's just like, okay. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if she had a condition, she should have been looking closer, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, again, going back to that peanut thing, it could be called clean nutty butters, you know? And it's like a just a dessert drink. But if you're allergic to peanuts... That should raise a red flag, like, oh, nutty butters. What what does that mean? Is that butter or is that peanuts? And then you start investigating because you have a peanut allergy. So she has a heart condition. 
anytime you eat anything outside of your natural routine, something you've had for the first time, investigate. Don't just start taking new shit. You're an adult. That's I'm going back to that because she's 21. She's not 15. You know, it's not like oh, let's go you fucking have, party and right. have a high I, expectation of people today. Are I mean, do dude, what's I, they're I, just not gonna fucking, do it. Then she wins the Newton Award. I don't know what else to say. Like, you got to be responsible. Yeah, Andy keeps saying that she's young, and I get that she is younger, but that doesn't give you an excuse to be stupid. That's on you, man. That's on you that you're not paying attention. I I get it, Andy. I get it that me and you, maybe Noel, are more health conscious because we want to live forever or as long as we can. But just because you're young and you think you're invincible, well, I stop, vieja. That's what you get. You know, you you didn't read the shit. I can't believe you guys are not sympathetic to to someone who who just, yes, they have a condition. I'm just telling you, like, when you're young, you're not thinking about any of that shit. Just like me and you, when we'd go out drink and then we'd go to the south side and eat fucking two double cheeseburgers, a Polish, and a pork chop with a shitload of fries at 3 in the morning, that was definitely not the best or healthiest thing to do, yet we fucking did it. But now can I have a company to pay for my death? Can I wouldn't be like, Maxwell's? oh, it's their fault. That's I wouldn't put the blame the on them. I would take accountability. We did it because we could. Yeah, but I would, I would be accountable for that. You know, if I'm if I'm alive, I would take responsibility for that. They just did it. It's not about if they think about it. It is what it is. Like they should take accountability. It's but not if they, they think about that's it. I'm telling or, you, they don't. Well, that's that's their fault. That's their problem. That's going to be their problem. We'll follow up when the family is going to get fucking paid. Right now, I, I get settle, it. I don't think they they're might gonna settle. Get they might settle for the publicity, but it, it, my whole point, and I agree with you, Andy. I do feel bad for this lady. I feel bad for anybody that passes away because of ignorance, because that's what it is. It's her being God, ignorant damn. to the to the situation. <laughs> I mean, is, that's man. really what it is. That's it, it, look it up in the dictionary, and the literal dis, uh, definition of ignorance is that you didn't know, you didn't even bother to even check. So your ignorance caused this death. I feel bad. I feel bad for the unborn fetus, all of that. But you have to be educated. You have to look. You can't just jump into anything, especially your health. Noel mentions it all the time. I mean, I know we, we don't really practice it that much, or at, <laughs> least I, or at least I should speak for myself. I don't really practice it all the time. But your health is the number one thing in the world more than buying J's or having a nice car, your health is what you should be investing in. And this lady did not invest the five minutes it would take her to find out, is this good yeah. for my health? So I agree. That's yeah. that, that is because the life we led and in, in, in the age we are at that age, a lot of, I mean, fucking, I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you guys at that age, nobody looks at that shit. And to, and, and, to me, do you think lemonade and, and like they know shit, like they don't drink pop. You, nobody drinks pop at that age, but they drink all these fucking juices. She saw lemonade. I think she just fucking grabbed it because it said lemonade. That's I mean, what I, my guess awesome, is. Man. I think that's what happened. And like nobody's at that age. No one's looking at that shit. Uh, that's all I'm, I'm saying. But yes, ultimately she fucking she did it. And uh at the age, absolutely, we look at all the, everything that we put into our mouth. Even when we know it's not the best shit to eat, we're gonna fucking do it. But we're not doing it like every fucking day, like when we used to when we were twenties in our twenties. 
Yeah, man. That's why I started off saying, you know, it's, it is a tragedy. It's it's sad, man. For her family to have to live with that, knowing that they not only lost their daughter, but their potential grandchild as well. That's a tragedy, man. Uh, for something so simple, it was just an accident, maybe, like you said. Maybe she just grabbed lemonade. Whatever the case may be, though, she made the choice, and now her family has to live with that, and it's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, I think that's uh, that's all we got for today, guys. Uh, it is, it's been a long episode here. we got to wrap it up. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the Freeform Network. Uh, if you're not already, please follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And if you have any questions or any suggestions for you know future topics, email us at ffnquestions at gmail.com. From Freeform Radio, my name is Noel, and we have Daniel. Yes, sir, guys. Uh, glad to be back together, have a little pod here, and go Niners. Yep, for sure. And Andy here. It's all good, Andy. Again, let us know. Like Noah said, send us what you guys think on this. Uh, it's a pretty good topic. And as always, remember to read those labels. Yes, sir, man. Going to read some labels right now before I make this new meal I'm going to have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All righty, everybody. Take care. Dad.